0: 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. I was wondering what the Lord would have us to share today. And uh, so I was here praying last night and God was dealing with our heart. And so, uh, amen. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you and that's who God had to preach to last night. So let us pray. We need to pray. Uh, at this time, brother Velez, would you sir ask the Lord's blessing? Amen. 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 So I read an illustration in a book, and it's where we get our title. There is a lady named Ruth Graham. Now, that's Billy Graham, the evangelist's wife. So she told of awaking early in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, in another country. They traveled the world. She was exhausted, but the name of someone she loved flashed into her mind like an electric shock. So this is what she wrote. So I lay there and prayed for the one who was trying hard to run away from God. When it is dark and the imagination runs wild, there are fears that only a mother can understand. Suddenly the Lord said to me, quit studying the problems and start studying the promises. Now, God has never spoken to me audibly, but there is no mistaking when he speaks. (laughs) So I turned on the light, got out my Bible, and the first verse that came to me was Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Ruth read and pondered that verse as though seeing it for the first time. Suddenly, she wrote, I realized the missing ingredient in my prayers had been with thanksgiving. So I put down my Bible and spent time worshiping him for who he is and what he is. This covers more territory than anyone mortal can comprehend, she wrote. Even contemplating what little we do, no, dissolves doubts, reinforces faith, and restores joy. I began to thank God for giving me this one I loved so dearly in the first place. I even thanked him for the difficult spots, which taught me so much. And you know what happened? It was as if suddenly someone turned on the lights in my mind and heart. And the little fears and worries which like mice and cockroaches had been nibbling away in the darkness, suddenly scuttled away. I'd like to use that illustration and preach on the thought of a message, the missing ingredient. The missing ingredient. You know, I've shared this, but when I was a young, young man, eight years old, I, I wanted something sweet. So I went to my parents, you know, cupboards and climbed up on the cupboards and I found a big bar of Hershey's chocolate. Have you ever seen those king size bars of Hershey's? Some of you know where I'm going with this. And so why didn't you ask your parents? Because I know they would say no. So I just going to get it myself. You ever done that, Jackie? I was going to get it for myself. And so I went and broke off a piece cuz you know Hershey's the great american chocolate bar and it has all these like you can break it off and so poom. And I, you know, made it try to, you know, just steal just enough so they don't know. You never done that before for your parents. <laughs> I was a little sinner man. I was about 7 or 8. So And so I popped it off and like tried to like, you know, like, you know, put the bar back where she wouldn't notice and and I don't know if I went off into my room or, you know, looked left, look right, and took a bite of that chocolate, and it was disgusting. <laughs> it was bitter. And I think I knew how to read, but I didn't read that it was baking chocolate, okay? Now, as a kid, baking chocolate is just like regular chocolate, but they don't put the sugar. It was missing an ingredient. But you know that a lot of times we can go to Jesus Christ in prayer, but you know what? We can plead with God. We can lift up our voice to God. But you know, sometimes we really are missing an ingredient. We're missing that sweetness of thanksgiving. The Bible said in everything, give thanks. It is a command of God. It's a command of God. So the first thing uh, that missing ingredient, thanksgiving is a command. And you know that the Bible says not for everything, but in everything. I'm not thankful I broke my arm, but I'm thankful that even though I broke my arm, God's still God. Okay, we're not crazy as Christians. We're crazy Christians, but not crazy people, okay? You don't want to be weird. Say, like, God, thank you for my car breaking down. No, 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 God, thank you that even though my car break broke down, you've got something better for me. God, maybe it's in your plan. God, you got a blessing coming from me. There was a brother I talked to, single dad. They're single dads as well as single moms, okay? And uh, he said that every time he lost a job for the Lord, right, he got a better job. You got a higher paying job. You know that God is faithful. So not thank God that I lost my job. But thank God for a better job. Thank God that if I lose this job, I don't understand why I lost this job. But God, I'm going to give you thanks because it's in your plan that I get a better job. That God, that it's better for my schedule. Maybe that it's better that I can worship God more. Amen. But it's a command. So when Jesus Christ was having what we know as the Last Supper, with his disciples before he was crucified. And this is the weeks where we remember his crucifixion that was on the cross. The Bible said in Luke chapter 22 and verse 17 to 20, he took the cup. It was the Passover. They were celebrating the Passover. And gave thanks. And did what? And gave thanks. But he was going to be crucified. And gave thanks. You know, sometimes little stuff like that he was going to endure uh, a horrible crucifixion, be stripped of his clothing, be bleeding, his beard plucked out, a crown of thorns placed upon his head, be mocked and spat upon. What was he doing giving thanks? Because he was the one that inspired Pyle to write in everything, give thanks. You see, that's a command of God, but God doesn't tell us to do it. And then he doesn't do it. You ever tell us, do as I say, but not as I do. No, 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 no. Do as I do. Follow me as I follow Christ. That's what Jesus said. Let me be an example of the believer. And he gave thanks at the Last Supper and he took that cup and he said, For I say unto you, he said, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine. It wasn't alcoholic wine. What's fruit of the vine? Grape juice. It didn't say ferment of the vine, it said fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread. And he gave thanks. There it is again. And break it and gave it unto them saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Someone asked us, Do you preach the Old Testament? I see it says... New Testament. Do you believe the Bible? we we'll say, yes, we believe the whole Bible. But the New Testament, the new covenant, is not based on the sacrifice of an animal. It's based on the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. It's the new agreement. It's the new covenant. It's what we sign our name to in Jesus Christ. And I need the New Testament of Jesus Christ in his blood. It said, which is shed for you. It's a command. You know, the word... Thankful or thanks comes from the word Eucharisto, which in, in, in the Catholic tradition, the Eucharist, right? That's where you take the, the bread and the wine. Well, that's Thanksgiving. And that's really what God said. You've got to be thankful. Not when you take some bread and, and wine in the Last Supper, but you need to be thankful because that's what Jesus said to do. You know, the word Eucharisto. Uh, You means good or well in in Greek. And Caristo, that's where we get our word grace. Have you ever said, goodness gracious? Well, that's what Eucharisto means. It means goodness and gracious. But you know what? When we uh, get that in our minds, we begin to kind of act like we're followers of Jesus Christ because we're saved by what? Grace. Through faith, we begin to get that attitude of worship. And you say, wait a second, God, I need your grace. I need your mercy. It puts us into that place of faith in God. You know, the Bible says that Jesus descended through which tribe? He was the lion of the tribe of Judah. Judah. You know, the word praise comes from the, the, uh, the Hebrew word yada which means that yad is hand yada means to throw your hands up so to praise that's what judah means the tribe of judah the moms were naming kids it was baby wars if you if you listen if you listen to what the moms you know so the first mom she had reuben see a son right and then simeon haha god hears me and so his name means hearing And then uh, the third one was, Levi, ha-ha, now I'm attached to my husband. There was nothing spiritual about it, right? They were bragging on that they had babies, right? Because they wanted their husband to love them. It was Leah versus uh, Rachel and all these others. But then Judah came, and they said, I will praise God. What? Because, you know what? My husband's going to love me. And it was nothing spiritual, but Judah means to praise and that's where we get the word Jew. It comes from Judah or Yehuda. But the same thing, Judah means to lift up your hands and worship God. But you know, when we get praising in our mind, we get the same thing. We get the same attitude of Jesus Christ himself. When we begin to praise God, it begins to get our attitude in the right place to where we can accept something from him. The Bible said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with what? Praise! Praise. It's like thanksgiving and praise begin to hold hands. So God said, I command you to be thankful. Why? Because you began to act like Jesus. And you know, sometimes we go through something and say, oh man, nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows my sorrow. And you sing this whole thing, but wait a second. Wait a second, God has seen our sorrow. He's seen our travail. But you know what, God wants to deliver us. From our sorrow. And the Bible says not only is the missing ingredient a command. God, be thankful. God, let me be thankful. But it's a change. It will produce a change in our life. You know, Thanksgiving will change us. The Bible said in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. This, this, this dad, I read about this dad. And he would, you know, his kids would misbehave, so he'd be tramping, through, stomping through the house after his kid to correct his kid, you know, blowing fire and venom. Oh. And then he caught himself, he looked in the mirror as he was going to, you know, correct his children, and he saw this, this look on his face. And he said, this must terrify my children when they see this look I have. And God began to deal with his heart about that look that he carried around in his face when he went to correct his children, and God changed him. You know, the Bible says, be not conformed into this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, when we thank God, we actually change that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. There's something called neuroplasticity. That means. Someone, someone, some, there's a theory that neurons, those are those things in your brain. They create pathways for our messages that come to our body from our mind. Neuroplasticity means there's a study that says basically you can change the way you think. Okay. The neurons that fire together, wire together. So if you begin to be thankful, you'll begin to become a thankful person preacher, but it doesn't happen that way. It does. Have you ever seen an old man? Get off my lawn! Why does he say that? Because he's cranky, his knees hurt, you know, his, his wife just died, his truck broke down, and everything's cranky. Why? Because he has trained his brain to be cranky. And when he get old and, you know, get all these other things, he just gets more cranky. But you know what? You don't have to be that way. You can change. Because in everything, give thanks. I can change the way I think. And then when I get older, my brain will be trained to be thankful. It's absolutely scientifically true. You know that I was reading that, and, and, and yesterday when I was praying, I began, I began to read an article about TikTok. And uh, TikTok. It actually, you know, so TikTok is just like eating candy, right? So it's just like all of this sensory overload, right? These little videos. And it, what happens in your body is your body releases dopamine, okay, which just feels good. So it's a neurotransmitter. So it comes from your brain. And in the anticipation of something good happening, dopamine gets released. Not when it happens, but the anticipation Of it happening hmm isn't that something so I thought well if dopamine can be released with that you see God made dopamine (laughs) and I'm not gonna serve dopamine but I think that God has a better way for us to live and so I began to read some articles about Thanksgiving and articles about gratitude and articles about people who give you know what Jesus said? It's better to, it's more blessed to do what? Give than to receive. You know that done studies? That your brain fires and dopamine is released when you are giving? Yes. So, well, wow, science discovered that. No, God wrote that down a long time ago. And so, when you're anticipating something, so with Thanksgiving, what are you doing? It's basically an act of faith. You're thanking God before. something happens and i'm like i don't know if that releases a bunch of dopamine but you know what it's saying god i've got it now god i thank god for my salvation i thank god for my healing i thank god for the baptism of the holy ghost god i thank god that you're gonna pay my car off god i thank god for the answer you know what when we have this thanksgiving it's an anticipation that god's gonna do something before it happens and it changes the way we think Cause you know what? You're only able to think of one thing at a time in everything. Give thanks. The Bible said, be not careful. Don't be worried, but in everything by prayer and supplication with what Thanksgiving. Let me tell you about Athena. Athena is my friend's dog where I live. Okay. My neighbor's dog. Athena is a Brown Doberman. Athena doesn't like anybody. (laughs) <laughs> Athena's on a leash, okay? <laughs> and his other dog is named Timber, and Timber is like a husky, and he doesn't like anybody either. so <laughs> And so David and I met them, and we were soul-winning and talking to my, my neighbor, and the dogs were like pulling at you know, and, and wanting to eat, you know and uh, so whew. And every time we just made a move like this, moved our hand, that Doberman would. <laughs> And not a little mini Doberman, a big Doberman. Don't let the unclipped ears fool you, okay? It was a Doberman, right? Dobermans, anyway, big dogs, mean dogs, police dogs, looking at me like someone brought the owner fried chicken. So they looked like I was like fried chicken, like Publix fried chicken. (laughs) What does it have to do with Thanksgiving? See, dogs can only think of one thing at a time. And I'm not as strong as a dog, but I'm smarter than a dog. What did you do? Have you ever heard of a milk bone? (laughs) I went and bought me some filet mignon milk bones, soft and chewy. And the next time I saw Athena, I already had him out of the bag. You know, dogs have a very good nose. You know that she didn't bark at me? You know what I made her do? Sit. Now this dog doesn't know me, and this dog doesn't care about me. But this dog anticipated that if they sat down, they would get a milk bone. And so I made her sit, and I didn't even give her the first one. I gave the alpha dog Timber the first one. You got to honor the alpha dog, right? And then I gave her one. And then she ate it right out of my hand. Kind of nipped me a little bit, but she wasn't barking. And then we did it again, and we did it again, and we did it again. And I saw her again. She didn't bark at me. She just sat down and she know that I had that milk bone. And what are you doing? I'm changing her neural pathways. She's not going to bark at me if she's anticipating something good. Brethren, we don't have to bark at the world. We don't have to bark at everybody else. We can anticipate that God's got something good for us. What are you going to do? I'm going to get more milk bones. And I'm going to say, well, you know what? She looks at me. She's going to think that I bring fried chicken. Not that I am fried chicken. But you know what? You can change a dog. But you know what? Can't we change a person? God, I'm anticipating something good. Well, my car broke down. I'm anticipating a new car. God, I'm anticipating a new job. I believe God. And I'm thankful. When Jesus was uh, multiplying the bread and the fish, he commanded the people to sit down. Took the seven loaves and gave thanks. Isn't that something? That was before the miracle. You know, before the miracle, we need to be thankful. It'll change us. I don't know what antibiotics you take or if you believe in them, but let me tell you about one you can take. You see, thankfulness is free. It doesn't have any calories. <laughs> it's not high in sugar. <laughs> Gratitude is to worry what antibiotics are to an infection. If you want your worry to go away, a heap of thankfulness, Will make that worry go away. It can even make your blood pressure go down. <gasps> really? Absolutely. The Bible said if you give thanks when you pray, it said, and the peace of God. What's that? Lower blood pressure, <laughs> which passes all understanding, shall keep. That means to guard not only your heart, but also your mind. In who? Christ Jesus. Jesus is our peace. He's the prince of peace. The Bible said that God will give us his peace. The Bible said not only, I'm about done, but let me, not only a peace, it's not only a command that'll bring a change. You know, you can change your whole house. If you begin to thank God, people around you will begin to thank God. Do you know that even Daniel's enemies knew his prayer habits? Even his enemies knew that he prayed. The Bible says the last thing is it's a course. It's a way to, to live your life. The Bible said, as ye have received, therefore receive Christ Jesus the Lord. So walk ye in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye had been taught abounding there in with thanksgiving you know the bible says from the abundance of our heart the mouth speaks if something spills out of our life is it going to be thanksgiving or is it going to be french oh excuse my french That's not French. You know, someone says something. Oh, excuse my French. That's not French. (laughs) David said, my cup runs over. Why? Because of the blessings of Jesus Christ. I'm just going to be thankful. Say, I'm going to be thankful. There's thankfulness coming out of me. I'm going to enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Or into his court and his... (sighs) Enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Gates. There you you go. Gates with thanksgiving and courts with praise. praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. That's gonna come out of my mouth. You know, if we can't give thanks for it, we shouldn't be doing it. Thank you, Lord, for this bank I'm about to rob. You you know, can't see. Hey, I could get real personal. I could get real personal, but I'm not, right? Thank you, Lord, for this car about to jack, right? You can't pray that prayer. (laughs) But if we're getting ready to do something, maybe we should ask ourselves, can I thank God for this? I was going to let that sink in for a little. Can I thank God for this? Can I be thankful for this thought pattern that I have? No, of course not. Well, man, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should switch the channel. Maybe I should... Do something I can be thankful for. Maybe I should be thankful like God wants me in everything to give thanks. If I can't give thanks, I need to leave. I need to leave the conversation. I need to leave this. I need to not do that because I want to stay thankful because it's good for me. That ye may approve things that are excellent. That ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. The Bible said when Daniel knew that this writing was signed, they signed the writing against him that you couldn't pray except to the king for a period of time or you'd be thrown into the den of lions. You know what Daniel did? He knew it was signed. He went into his house and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem because he was a slave in a foreign nation. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day. And prayed. Now listen to this. And gave thanks. He was getting ready to go to the lion's den. And gave thanks before his God. As he did aforetime. It didn't change him. He was going to be thankful in everything. In everything, give thanks. But you know what? They put him in the lion's den. You know what happened the next day? The king Darius came and said, Hast thy God delivered thee? And I can just imagine Daniel saying, Whoop! Hey, king, live forever. He said, God has sent his angel. And he shut the lion's mouth. Say, well, preacher, do you think Daniel was worrying? I think Daniel was praising God that night in the lion's den. And the angel just had like a chokehold on those lions. They were hungry lions because all the accusers got thrown into the lion's den. And the lions ate the accusers and their families and the king showed you're not supposed to falsely accuse men in my kingdom but daniel was thankful and god was there in the thanksgiving and you know what whatever we go through there's a command god let me be thankful because it's going to change me and god it's the way that you want me to live with heads bowed and eyes closed and everything and everything give thanks For this is the will of God. It's the will of God. It's the command of God. It's the course we're supposed to walk in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know what? When we find a place to pray, if you think, say preacher, but my world is falling apart, you know what it may be? But you know the first thing you need to do is begin to thank God for something. Find some things. Start a list. Let's find a place to pray. And begin to thank God for your family. If you've got a quarter tank of gas, thank God for the quarter tank of gas. Thank God for the food you ate yesterday. Thank God for the roof that's over your home. Begin to change your thinking. In everything, give thanks. Thank God for the church service. Thank God for the people that are going to come when you invite them to Easter service. Thank God for your new job. Thank God that he trusts you to go through something. Thank God for the thing that he's building you for. Begin to find something. Change your life. You can change your life this morning. You can change your life by changing your thinking. And you can change your life right now. And Lord, we pray that God, the greatest change happens when Christ comes in. He's Lord. And I thank you for God working away into hearts and in lives. Move in our midst. Move in our hearts. Move in our lives, God. We thank you, God, and we glorify you. Have your way, God, in this service. God, move, we pray, in our hearts. And we thank you. God, we anticipate you've got something better than a milk bone. God, you've got a blessing for us. Because God, you bless your people with peace. God, you bless your people with good things. God, you bless your people in your presence is fullness of joy. God, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your healing. We thank you for filling with the Holy Ghost. We thank you for changing lives. We thank you for building relationships. We thank you for restoring men and women from addiction. God, we thank you, we honor you, we glorify you. Have your way in our lives. Lord, have your way in our lives. Lord, have your way, God, we thank you, God. In grace, my fears Oh, God, we thank you for your amazing grace, God. Thank you, God. In the grace you. Lord, the hour I first believed. Yeah. We give you thanks. We honor you, Jesus, as we dismiss from this place, God. We ask that you would accomplish your will in our hearts. Help us, God, to change our lives. And Lord, let us be thankful. And be ye thankful. Let us be thankful in all things. Let us realize it's more than a good idea. But it will change our lives. It's a command of God. And it's the way, it's the way that Jesus will take us forward in him in anticipation of something that we have already received. Thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You are dismissed. Oh, we're going to pray for the food. Brother Velez always prays for the food. Could Brother Velez pray for the food? Sunday night service and then Sunday morning is our next service. No midweek. Sunday morning is our next service after tonight's service. Amen. God bless you is our prayer. Brother, would you ask the Lord's blessing on the food? Amen.